Welcome to the Full Auto News Podcast. Here are the selections from stories that you should know. The balloon shot down by the U.S. was equipped with high-tech equipment designed to spy on targets across the globe, and the U.S. says that it has evidence that the balloon was used for spying. The balloon was shot down last weekend over the Atlantic Ocean, and China has continued to deny that it was used for spying. The U.S. is reaching out to other countries that have been targeted by the Chinese surveillance program, and it is looking into potential action that supported the balloon's incursion into U.S. airspace. The House unanimously passed a resolution condemning China's balloon surveillance program as a brazen violation of U.S. sovereignty. This follows bipartisan concerns over the balloon that was shot down by the U.S. military last weekend. In nearly related news, Sen. Schumer said that the Senate will vote to repeal two decades-old measures giving open-ended approval for military action in Iraq, raising the hopes of a bipartisan group of senators who want to reclaim congressional powers over U.S. military strikes and deployments. If the bill passes the Senate Foreign Relations Committee in the then-Democratic-led House, it would remove a grievance for rival Iran to exploit. In more news regarding the Tyre Nichols case, Six officers already have been fired and one more has been relieved of duty after Nichols was pulled over for an alleged traffic violation and beaten by police. Six others could receive administrative discipline, officials disclosed, without providing any details. Prosecutors say the Jan 7 arrest, which was captured on police video cameras, led to Nichols' death three days later. Prosecutors say the cell phone photos may still be seen by jurors if prosecutors can get the information through other means, Stinson said. But while an officer's own Garrity statement can't be used against them in their criminal case, prosecutors can use that officer's statement to build a case against a fellow officer, Johnson said. Documents released by the Tennessee Peace Officers Standards and Training Commission on Tuesday say that Officer Officer Demetrius Haley took two photos while standing in front of the obviously injured subject after he was handcuffed. Haley admitted in his Garrity statement that he shared a photo in a text message with five people, according to the papers. Documents released by the Tennessee Peace Officers Standards and Training Commission on Tuesday say that Officer Desmond Mills said in his Garrity statement that he struck Nichols three times with a bat. The death toll from Monday's 7.8 magnitude catastrophe rose to nearly 21,000, eclipsing the more than 18,400 who died in the 2011 earthquake off Fukushima. Japan, that triggered a tsunami and the estimated 18,000 people who died in a timbler near the Turkish capital, Istanbul, in 1999. The new figure, which is certain to rise, included over 17,600 people in Turkey and more than 3,300 in civil war-torn Syria. Tens of thousands were also injured. In a story from nearby Syria, a Syrian baby girl whose mother gave birth to her while trapped under the rubble of their home during this week's devastating earthquake now has a name, Aya, Arabic for a sign from God. With her parents and all her siblings killed, her great-uncle will take her in. Aya is one of untold numbers of orphans left by Monday's 7.8 magnitude quake, which killed more than 20,000 people in northern Syria and southeastern Turkey. The pre-dawn quake brought down thousands of apartment buildings on residents as they were roused from sleep, so entire families often perished. In most cases, relatives take in orphan children, doctors and experts say. But those surviving relatives are also dealing with the wreckage of their own lives and families. In the continued chaos days after the quake, with the dead and a dwindling number of survivors still being found, doctors say it's impossible to say how many children lost their parents. In our last story, railroads are generally regarded as the safest option for most goods, but accidents involving hazardous materials are exceedingly rare. Despite that, the derailment of a train carrying toxic chemicals in eastern Ohio this week has highlighted the potential disastrous consequences of train accidents and raised questions about railroad safety. The railroad industry is generally regarded as the safest option for most goods, but unions say the industry has gotten riskier in recent years after widespread job cuts left workers spread thin. And that should be enough to make you dangerous.